Nadia Hajazi is the Global Head of Digital, Global Liquidity and Cash Management and Business Banking at HSBC. In her role, she has acquired deep insight into how APIs can bring distinct advantages to corporate treasuries at a wider organization level by helping to optimize existing business models. So, before we begin, what is an API? An API is an application user interface and is an interface for software. APIs are used by software applications in much the same way that interfaces for apps and other software are used by us humans. An API is a program that essentially allows you to speak to different applications. They are the way in which we connect and interact with various different software applications and are all around us. Most of us interact with APIs in everyday life, possibly without ever giving them a second thought. It's perhaps a mark of how effective and unobtrusive they are that their use can be overlooked or taken for granted, all the while their benefits of use abound. In business terms, APIs provide a cost-effective, frictionless, real-time technology experience across every organisation. Their adoption goes a long way to removing barriers to automation, solving common pain points and potentially delivering levels of system flexibility, agility and scalability that can bring commercial advantage. In this podcast, with Nadia's guidance, we'll aim to reveal the potential of APIs to take Treasury outside of itself and into the wider organisation. We'll be exploring how and where they can be of most benefit before looking closely at some of the main considerations around their implementation. I'm Sophie Jackson from Treasury Today, and our aim in this episode and series is to explore how corporate treasury departments can build strategies for success in an ever-changing, connected and innovative world. In this episode, Nadia and I will be exploring the power of APIs to connect treasury to the rest of the business and beyond. So let's start with a look at how APIs have been helping treasurers to meet the needs of their organisations as the impact of the pandemic continues. In the right setup with APIs serving treasurers more data when and how they want it, for which treasury processes could APIs be used to best serve the wider business under normal or new normal conditions as a result of COVID-19? Thanks, Sophie. So I think APIs are definitely the future of corporate to bank connectivity and they provide treasurers convenient access to their banking services and data on demand. And they also fundamentally change their business as usual model which, to be honest, is already happening as part of COVID-19. And I think what the APIs help to do is they help to accelerate that further digitization that people are acquiring in the current environment, helping them to support their day-to-day operations and enable real-time communications with their banking partners. But also when they start to look at their own internal processes, also enabling that real-time communication between their own systems. So enables them to move away from the current paradigm of the end of day processing towards real time decision making and really helping to reduce the manual touch points of further enabling automation. And let's face it, in the current environment, I think there's two key things coming out of the recession is one, a real need to understand your cash flows. And the best way to do that is that kind of real time reporting. And the second is a real focus on cost reduction by automating and standardizing as much as possible. 
But I think in addition to this, there's a critical piece is that the APIs also open up a whole new world of possibilities because they are scalable, flexible, and agile. Um, and so if we turn the question around, we can also say, how can APIs enhance banking connectivity and customer experience more broadly? And they do that really by helping our customers enhance their own business and go-to-market model, as well as helping them to determine when and how they want to access their banking services. So I definitely see over the next couple of years a real sea change in the way that banking connectivity will develop with API adoption. Fantastic. And then the whole notion of APIs to an extent feels like an opportunity that's waiting to be fully realized. How do you think APIs are changing and improving existing business models? Yeah, so APIs aren't new in banking. They've actually been used for several years to connect multiple internal systems. And it was a lot of work that we did within HSBC and our digital transformation uh, program to start to use this for our own internal links. I think what's new with the APIs is they've gone from being something that's used internal within your own internal systems to allowing clients to um, connect their infrastructure to the banks more effectively and opening up more of the banking ecosystem to our customers' ecosystems. What they're also doing is they're allowing um, the customers to develop more innovative payment and collection solutions by embedding those APIs into the web and mobile applications to deliver an enhanced digital experience for their own partners and customers. So, for example, a loan company wanting its customers to have the funds in their account seconds after approving the loan application. And let's face it, that's a real use case in the current environment where there's huge amounts of lending going on and there's a real need for the immediacy around that lending. Another example is a brokerage company allowing investors to fund and top up their trading accounts instantly. And then from a treasurer's perspective, it's really about being able to integrate those APIs into their own systems and businesses better to unlock the data and the information that's trapped within their own ecosystem, bringing it together with with the banking data to create those sort of valuable business insights. So when you really take a step back and you look at what APIs is, they are integral to your digital transformation, allowing you to kind of simplify your processes both within the organization, improve your business model um, and improve your connectivity to your bank. Excellent. And then what are you seeing in terms of customer appetite for API services at the moment? So we're seeing a significant increase in our customers' awareness of APIs and the benefits of of doing this. I think when we look back at sort of 2018, it it was very nascent. There really wasn't a lot of customers coming in asking us about them. Uh, Last year, we started to see a huge ramp up, both in terms of the RFIs and RFPs that we were receiving within the bank, all of them having um, questions relating to APIs and our usage of that. And then a very long line of customers really saying that they wanted to move from their normal host-to-host connectivity to an API connectivity driven a lot by what I would call the tech-based companies um, in terms of moving that. And then coming into 2020 was really further accelerated uh, with the COVID situation. So for us being a a bank that's very firmly based in Asia as well as the rest of the world, uh, because COVID had hit there first, uh, you saw a real acceleration happening on that digital 
demand coming in and then sort of moving as a wave across the world as the situation worsened. And when it comes to implementing APIs, what challenges do you think organisations should be anticipating? And to what extent do you think these challenges may influence their rollout across the business? We tend to see two types of customers um, with the API implementation. Customers where the APIs are integral to their business model. So these are the customers that run their own digital platforms, uh, whether it's a browser-based platform or an app where their business model is totally dependent on providing a real-time experience to their own customers and they tend to be very sophisticated and have a very good understanding of APIs and the ability to move quickly. Um, and then there are the other clients with, with no prior experience who take longer to implement and are more dependent on third parties to also adapt. So it's the treasuries that have ERP systems and the ERP systems themselves aren't ready to receive APIs. Um, they tend to be the, the slower. So I think one of the, if I give a few use cases, an example, one of the key challenges that organization faces when implementing APIs is the ability to integrate into their own system. Um, so if I give you an example, at the moment when you do a host-to-host connectivity, it tends to be file-based. File-based doesn't require tight integration. You can just effectively generate a file. From that file, you send it to the bank and it sort of makes its way in a zen-like way <laughs> across to the bank. Um, with an API, it's a real-time experience. Basically, you generate the API request directly out of the system you get a fast turnaround back from the bank um, and it requires new gateways, a new way of working to be able to manage the volumes coming in from those, uh, from those API calls because they do have a sort of impact to your back-end systems that you have to change them from going from being a generate a file and a batch process to, wow, I'm going to send out a real-time message, I'm going to get a real-time response back and I need to be able to to manage this. So you get a lot of the pressure in this is on the ERP and TMS systems who are having to quickly uh, adapt to it. Um, and as part of that adaption, customers have to get used to the fact that you've got the fraud around it, you've got the security around it, you've got the, the difference in moving from that slower pace into a much faster paced environment. But on, on the plus side, what we do see is that they deliver huge benefits to the customers that aren't using it. So the customers who are very sophisticated with APIs, they have some really interesting models. So, you know, in the current environment where everybody's selling online, you go online, you purchase something, you want to return it. The API allows you to give an immediate refund to your customer. And that immediate refund to your customer is a greater way of getting usage of your website because everybody wants to feel that if they buy something online and something doesn't work out they can get their money back immediately. Fantastic um, and then finally how can I should say how is HSBC supporting clients in their digital transformation journey through the implementation of these APIs? Yeah, so I think a lot of the things that we try to do at the start, Sophie has really listened to our customers and try to understand the use cases that they're trying to implement. So we kind of avoid going in with this is what we've got and this is what you have to adapt to. Where we really start is, you know, help us understand your problem statement and the problem statement that you're trying to resolve. Um, and then there's a conversation about the technology, the technology capability on their side 
what we can provide to them. Um, and, and, and we then go along a simplified implementation uh, process where we provide the developers in the customer greater self-service capability um, through the publication of our technical API specification, the ability to start testing within hours to really reduce the implementation effort costs and time on their side. What we're also working on is standardizing uh, the API specifications. So for example, and this, and this is really a big area where I think the industry needs to do more work. Um, a lot of the APIs at the moment, there is no real standard for them. There's a real hope within the financial space that open banking would solve that, but actually the open banking authorities never really came back with some real standardized processes. But where we've been able to, for example, in Asia, uh, we work directly with SWIFT to define a common API standard for direct debits in Hong Kong, which has been adapted by other banks and where we're seeing huge uptake from our customers um, because setting up a real-time direct debit, I think, is the nirvana for a a lot of companies around it. So I think that we want to do much more work in this space around driving those standards and really getting them to where the place where our customers don't feel that they have to have a different standard for for each of their banks. So I think we're we're starting the journey and I think that where we want to get to is listen and learn as we move along the journey with our customers to make sure that we're delivering the best API strategy and experience uh, that they expect from us. That was Nadia Jazzy, Global Head of Digital, Global Liquidity and Cash Management and Business Banking at HSBC, rounding off this deep dive into the world of APIs. We've been looking at how they can connect Treasury to the rest of the organisation and beyond, bringing about changes and improvements in existing business models. With an understanding of where the real benefits of APIs exist and how and where to maximise their potential across the organisation, their transformational power should be within easy reach of most treasurers. I'm Sophie Jackson. Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Treasury Today and HSBC. We'd love to hear from you, so please do get in touch either directly or via our website at treasurytoday.com. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can keep an eye out for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts from.